Episode 1, The Unsponsored Athlete. I surrender the need to prove anything. I run today as a moving meditation and to learn something about myself that I don't already know. I may win or I may not finish. Either way, I'll be okay. This is episode one of the Unsponsored Athlete Podcast. I'm Scott. I'm the creator and the host. And what I just read was one of the many runner's prayers that you can find online. I chose that one because I can relate to it and this one's a little less religious. So in my interviews with local athletes, I'll be reading them that prayer and, uh, and get their thoughts on it. So for today's episode, I'm just going to be talking with myself. Uh, I think it's important to, um, to let the listeners know their host. And so I have uh, eight topics that I'll be talking with my interviewees with. So today I'll just go through those topics and I'll, I'll give my answers on them so that you guys know a little bit more about myself. It may not be that interesting, but... Trust me, there's a lot of there's a lot of great athletes around here, so uh, so stay tuned and follow the uh, the podcast because you'll want to hear some of the some of the interviews that I'm going to get to. In all honesty, I'm recording episode one after episode two, which doesn't make much sense, but the reason is because if you listen to episode one when I first aired it, the recording was terrible. It sounded like I was whispering. I had a different mic at the time, so it just didn't work. So I so I got rid of that one. And so here we go, recording episode one again. All right, so I'll get right into it. Work and family. What do I do for work? I work in the IT industry for a large global manufacturing company. I've been working in the IT industry for about 15 years now. Uh, Once I got out of the military, I went to college, and here I am working in IT. Uh, I have a family. I'm married. I've been married for a couple years. I have three kids. Two are in in their early 20s. One is nine. So family life is busy for me at home. They're definitely supportive of my training and my racing. I mean, they call me crazy for what I do, but um, do they participate or volunteer? They do not. Um, They show up at some of my races whenever they can. Uh, The ones that I I travel for, you know, it's a little harder to get to get my daughter out of out of school and, and time away from work for that stuff. So they generally can't make those those away races, but, um, and then, and then the next question is, do you ever feel guilty for spending too much time away from, away for training and racing? And, and of course the answer is yes. I mean, you know, especially on the weekends when I, when I have on my training schedule, a three, four, five hour run, I really try to minimize my time away from home by, you know, going out in the mountains as early as, or out on the run as early as I can. I've gone out at three o'clock in the morning. If I have a, a six, six hour run, something like that, you know, something that I know is going to take a long time. So I try to minimize my time away from home by going out as early as possible. Cause I do feel guilty. Um, and I, and I do try to prioritize things that they want to do. So, um, you know, if there's things on our schedule that we have to leave early, then I'll, I'll just, I'll reschedule my run or something like that. So, so that it doesn't interfere. And then the other part of that is, is I want to make sure, you know, I've, I've told myself that if I go out for a a long hike or long run or whatever I do, it doesn't matter what my training is. I want to be able to do whatever's on our family schedule later that day. So I don't want to be like, 
you know, real, real tired and sore and just beat up where I just can't do anything with the family uh, for the rest of the day. Now, racing is a little different if I have a long race. Yeah, that's going to be a little different and I'm going to be I'm going to be hurting for a little bit. So that's that's a, a different story. The next topic is workouts. Do I work with a coach? I do, actually, which sounds kind of maybe it sounds just silly to me because I'm 47 years old and I have a coach. Well, I haven't had a coach since I was in high school. Uh, I started working with this coach a few years ago, and, and I guess I really just wanted to find out what I could do with some proper coaching because left to my own devices, I have a tendency to overtrain. I'll run my everyday runs too fast. Um, I, won't, I don't ever run slow. And so with a coach, you know, he gives me a schedule for the week and he puts the workouts on my schedule and he, it's pretty specific. So if I just follow those, those workouts... Uh, I'm at a much lower risk of uh, of overtraining injuries. A typical workout week for me includes usually usually at least one speed day where I do intervals or hill sprints. Sometimes two of those, but usually at least one. Uh, and then the other other couple days during the week, I I just run at lunchtime and I'm doing like you know a 60 minute run, anywhere from 30 to 60 minute run. And then, uh, and then on the weekends, I, I try to get in, you know, the longer stuff at least one day. So, and I also, I go to the gym Tuesday and Thursday mornings to do, to do strength training, which is fairly new to me. I've, I've only been doing it for consistently for three or four months now. And I've really noticed, noticed a difference in working with a coach. It's nice to have a week's worth of, uh, workouts on my schedule already. So I could just look on on my schedule and see, see what I have to, what I have going for today or the next day or, or the weekend. And, uh, but at the same time that causes stress. And that's, that's one of my, one of my uh, topics here is talk about unscheduled days off. And it really shouldn't be an issue at all. I'm not a paid athlete. I don't get paid to, to go out and like, who cares if I miss a freaking workout. Right. But, um, but for me seeing it on that schedule and then not having the time to do it, like stresses me out, causes anxiety. And, but it's really silly because, um, rest days are great. And I've, I've been learning that a lot lately. And, and sometimes now I'll take, I'll take a couple days off, which sometimes is unscheduled, uh, sometimes is scheduled, but either way, I end up feeling much better after a couple days off. Uh, my legs are fresh and the workouts feel great. But in my mind, it's like, man, I missed that three-hour run last weekend, and it kind of it kind of stresses me out. But I've I've been learning to get over it. So uh, the next thing I talk about is sleep. How much sleep do you get, and does it affect your training? And for me, I get I don't know, roughly six to six and a half hours each night. I'm so tired by the time I by the time eight thirty rolls around, I'm in bed, and and uh, and I get up at like five o'clock every morning. So. And I don't sleep all the way through, but yeah, it absolutely affects my my training if I don't uh, if I don't get if I don't get get good sleep. But also, I'm the type where I could get three to four hours of sleep and and be okay for a day, but I can't. That's not like something sustainable for me. Uh, describe a rest day for you. And what I'm asking here is, rest days are different for some people. Like rest day could be. I'm going to go out and eat, run an easy three miles at, at, you know, zone one heart rate, which is almost walking. But, you know, that's 
that could be a rest day for, for some people. But um, for me, a rest day is, you know, I'm not going to work out. I'm not going to go for a run. I'm not going to ride the bike. I'm not going to go to the gym. You know, that's a true rest day for me. I'm going to try to stay off my feet as much as possible and try to get some, some good recovery. I'm going to try to sleep good. I'm, I'm going to try to eat uh, good food that day um, for, for good recovery. So uh, the next thing is, do you cross train? And for me, I do cross train. It says, if, if the answer is yes, then how often and what types of cross training? And do you, do you cross train to improve your running or for other reasons? Like, do I cross train because I just like riding a bike or do I, do I cross train because I just like lifting weights? You know, and, and for me, the answer is this is all to improve my running, you know, really, if I'm being honest, I just want to improve my running. So I lift weights because, uh, I want to get my legs stronger. I want to get my keep my upper body stronger. You know, it's gonna it's gonna help me in running. Um, I cycle because it gives me um, it gives me a break from running. And there's it's a it's a zero impact uh, sport. But I've I've really I've been cycling uh, not quite a bit, but more often. And I uh, I really enjoy it. I like getting out there. So and it's a great workout. Uh, and it's great cross training for for running, and like I said, it's zero impact on on the legs, gives my feet a break, so it's a good thing. Which leads into injuries. Tell you know, talk about injuries for, from running uh, that I've had, that I have now, or that I've had in the past, and what do I do to avoid injuries? Well, I go to the gym and I cross train to avoid injuries because stronger muscles lead to less injuries for running anyway. I hope anyway. That's, that's why I'm doing this stuff. So injuries I have now, I don't really have any injuries right now, but I have nagging stuff from the past. You know, I broke my ankle when I was in high school and, and that's caused issues my entire life. So there's still, you know, pain when I get up in the morning or pain if I sit for too long and then I get up and, you know, my ankles just don't want to, don't want to move. Um, knock on wood, I still got good knees. Everybody says you're gonna you're gonna destroy your knees running these ultras and running long distance, and luckily I haven't done that. So, uh, so that's a good thing. Gear is the next topic that I talk about. Do I have a must-have piece of gear for running? Yeah, my watch. I mean, uh, I did it really happen if I didn't record it and put it on Strava? Mm, I don't know. I gotta prove it. I gotta see those numbers. I'm a stats kind of guy. Like you know, I run. Sometimes I run with my friend Chris, and and uh, I'm always looking at my watch, like for pace and for heart rate, and and uh, and I take some shit for that because uh, he's not, and and you know, he he's kind of like, and a lot of people are like this, like, and I want to be like this. Sometimes I'm like this, like just get out there and run, just for the fun of running, just for the love of being out in the woods and 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 running on the trails, and and for the health and fitness that come with it, and and that's true most of the time but sometimes i really want to i want to run at a certain pace for a certain time for a certain you know at a certain heart rate something like that so so my my watch is uh, i just love stats i love looking at them i love uh you know seeing what i've done over the last month or whatever over the last year so that's just me so so i have to have my my watch the and the other thing i i guess is uh is a handheld water bottle i really love having that thing with me so I don't really like uh, wearing a pack if I don't have to. And I don't really drink a whole lot of water if I'm just out for a, a short run, even a, even a couple hours. I'll bring just a handheld and I'll be okay with that. So that's kind of a must-have for me. 
And then I ask about music. Do I listen to music? And the answer to that for me is on the roads. When I'm running on the roads, I do listen to music. Um, as dangerous as that could be. But you know what? Even if I don't have music in my ears, I could still get run over at any point. So on the roads, uh, I don't want to hear the shit that's going around or going on around me. So I, I do listen to music or I listen to podcasts or I, li- I, even, I listen to audiobooks when I run because it just takes my mind away from it. And, but when I'm running on the trails, absolutely not. I do not listen to anything. I love uh, the sounds of nature, as corny as that may as that may sound. But yeah, so that's it. Do, um, do I read running books or books in general? And the answer is yes, I do. I read a lot of books. And I, I do read some running books, but I think I lean towards audiobooks for for motivational books and audio uh, for for running books and stuff like that. So like David Goggins can't hurt me. I've listened to that a hundred times. Actually, my first hundred miler, I I listened to uh, to that book in its entirety for the first eight or nine hours of that race. So that was a big help. Food is the next topic. What do I? What is my diet like? My diet is uh, I you know I I try to eat healthy. Of course, I don't eat um, fast food at all. I try to stay away from sugar as much as possible um, to the extent that now I don't put anything in my coffee besides a little bit of honey. But really, I, you know, I'm not on a diet. I eat whatever I whatever I want to eat pretty much. But I do, like I said, it is important to me to eat healthy. So I've been doing a lot of shakes. So at work, I'll make a shake in the morning. I do spinach and, and bananas and strawberries and, and blueberries and maybe an avocado with almond milk. And that's my breakfast, and that, I mean, that fills me up, and I'm good until the afternoon. You know, I'll snack a little bit here and there, and then I'll have a protein shake at lunch, but other than that, that's pretty much it. So a lot of days I during the week, I don't eat um, solid food until, until dinner time, but uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem to make a difference uh, in my energy level at all. So I do take vitamins. I take a bunch of vitamins, and don't ask me to list them because I have no clue what I'm taking, but I know it's like C and, and multivitamins and a bunch of other things that are supposed to be good for me, but who knows. The next question is about alcohol and I don't drink alcohol. It's been probably five years, close to five years, uh, that I've been sober. So, and, uh, and that has made a huge difference in my life, but I won't get into that. Maybe that's, maybe that'll be another episode. I'll just talk about alcohol and, and running, which don't mix by the way. So, Favorite food or drink after a long run or a race? Yeah, you know what? This is this is pretty funny because Ross and I talked about this in episode two, and I love chocolate milk after after a long run, after a long race. Like chocolate chocolate milk is so good. And Ross said, uh, he said, "Man, have you ever tried milk with um, with maple syrup in it?" I'm like, "What? That sounds crazy." But uh, man, it is good. It's it's really good. So that's not my new favorite, but it's definitely uh, one that I'm going to go back to. And then the next topic is goals. I ask about, this is, uh, do you aspire to be a sponsored pro? Of course. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm sure, well, I'm not sure. I don't know what people are going to say to this one. For me, of course, in the back of my mind, of course I'd love to be paid to run. I mean, paid to, to work out, do whatever, you know. Of course, I'd love a sponsor. Is it going to happen? I have no expectations that that's going to happen at all. So, you know, my workouts, my work, my, my training and everything I do now is just for fun and, and because I love it and because 
it keeps me sane, really. So, and then my goals for this year, and then five-year goal. You know, my goal really is is to just be healthy. I want to be running when I'm in my 70s, and you know, and not broken. I don't want my the last 10, 15, 20 years of my life to be miserable and and in pain and seeing doctors every day. And I just don't want that. So. You know, this year, my goal is uh, I have a 100 miler in August. I'm running Eastern States 100 again. So my goal is to finish that. And then who knows? I've been thinking about maybe trying an, uh, an Ironman in the next couple of years. Uh, maybe go for Boston. I haven't ever run Boston or even qualified for Boston. I've never really tried. So, you know, but the thing about that is, you know, of course, Boston is a road race. And I'm, I'd, I'd much rather run the trails. But... Uh, and, and with Boston, there's just so many people. It's just a huge thing. And I don't know if I want to get into that, but we'll see. But I think an Ironman is definitely in my future at some point. So who knows? What's my favorite race to run? My, I, I would say my fav- favorite race to run is Manitou's Revenge. It's a 54-miler, which uh, is coming up here in a week and a half in the Catskills and it is awesome we cover like eight or nine mountains it covers you climb 15 to 16,000 feet of something like that of elevation so but it's it's beautiful it's uh it's a beast it's a monster and I love it so that's that's definitely my favorite race of the year so this one it says when the inevitable tough time come when when the uh, when the tough times come during a long run or race, how do you get through it? So I'm talking about the wall. In marathon running, you hit the wall somewhere around around 20 miles, somewhere around there. But you know, in a hundred miler, there could be two, three, four, five walls that you run into, and and you know, it's like how do you get through it? The the, the really dark times, like why am I doing this? Like. I'm hurting and I'm starving and I'm tired and why the fuck am I out here doing this? But, but the point is, um, how do you get through that stuff? And man, I don't know. It's like, I don't have one, I don't have an answer like that I use for every single time that, that it's, that it's getting dark. You know, I guess what really helps me is in the bigger races is to take my mind off of it, to take my mind off of myself and that, you know, that's kind of easy if you're around people. If there's other runners around me, I can talk to them and, and, and uh, see how they're doing. And it, it just really takes my mind away from, from my pain. But a lot of times, man, like out there, out there running an ultra, there could be 600 to 1,000 people out on the trail, but you're running alone for hours and hours and hours. So, so that might not be an option. The other option is, uh, you know, I talked about audiobooks and 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 uh, music or something. If I have that option, then then that can help. But it's really just a fight and a battle to get through that period, to just know that it's gonna end. Like the pain is gonna end. If I can make it, just keep moving forward, right? So if I can, uh, if I can keep moving forward for maybe the next mile, maybe the next ten feet, it might be gone by then. It might be. It might take two or three miles for that to get through that dark period. I don't know. It might take 10 miles. I don't know. But, um, the point is if I keep moving, hopefully I'll get to the other side of that. And, and, uh, and it always feels better when I do, you know, I'm able to keep going. And, uh, so, so yeah, that's a tough question. Cause it, like I said, it varies depending on my, on my situation. And then the end here, the last, the last section here is, is, uh, I, I call it the why, 
why do you do it? What motivates you to do what you do? And for me, there's, it's a lot. You know, there's a lot of different things that motivate me to do what I do. Like I talked about, I don't want the last 10, 15 years of my life to be shit. I don't want to be visiting doctors and, and just broken where I can't do anything. You know, and people say, well, you run so much that you're going to be broken. Well, I'm not. I'm not broken now, and I've been running for 30-plus years. So is it going to happen? I don't know. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep doing what I do now because uh, it makes me feel good, and, and it, you know, I just love it. So I don't have any plans on stopping. Is there a spiritual component to your running, training, racing? So, yeah, for me, it's like, uh, like I said, it's like, uh, it's meditative. It's like my meditation, you know, kind of takes my mind away from, from a lot of, a lot of stress in my life. And, uh, that's what exercise does for me. It's not just running. I mean, that can happen that can come with, with, with biking or hiking up a mountain or, or even weightlifting, you know, it's that, it's that euphoric feeling that I get from, from working out from a good hard sweat just kicking my own ass and that's what really uh makes me feel good so and i think you know the mental component of that is um is uh confidence build up my confidence my self-esteem you know if i can get through this i can get through harder things like this is only pain this is self-imposed pain really is is what it is and if I can get through it, if I can get to the other side of it, then I'm m- more likely to get through the harder things in life uh, that are not self-imposed. So I think the mental side of it is, is the biggest thing for me, you know. And then also, I don't want to be a fat slob. So you got that too. Do you think training has made you who you are today? I mean, for me, absolutely. I, I don't, I'm not going to say that it, it's made me a better person, but it just makes me who I am. It is, it's really who I am. You know, I've been doing it for so long that, uh, and I think about that too sometimes. Like, if what what would happen if I were to get hurt where I can't, uh, I can't run, I can't cycle, I can't lift, whatever. And I guess the answer is is I would figure out something. I wouldn't just become a vegetable and and you know wither away and die. I would figure out something. That's just uh, that's just how I am. I'm, but then again, who knows? I'm not at that point, and I, I hopefully will never be. So at this point, I'll wrap up episode one. I think you all have heard enough out of me. So stay tuned. Episode two is out already. Episode three hopefully will be out within the next week or two. Definitely after Manitou's, I'll do uh, I'll do part two of episode two with Ross and see how that went for him. Uh, and we've got some, like I said, we've got some really great athletes, amazing athletes here in, in the Catskills. So stay tuned for some really good interviews. And with that, I'll wrap it up. Be healthy, be safe, be strong.